entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. I asked Peter Schweitzer to come on. He's got a new book out. He's with the Government Accountability Institute. He's president of it. He is the author of Blood Money. It's a new book, How the Communist Chinese Party is Sowing Chaos in the United States. This is a powerful, powerful book that reveals why is it we keep remaining quiet when China does something? What? Why aren't we doing anything? Peter Schweitzer, always amazing because he's got a team of researchers that just go deep. And in this case, uh, he has gone into the uh, Chinese Communist Party covert operations, the American drug trade, the social justice movement, the medical establishment, and, uh, and has seen now the chaos and the documentation for it from the Chinese Communist Party. Peter joins us in 60 seconds. Some people in this world truly are on a mission from God, and nowhere is that truer than the, the, with the ministry of preborn. Their mission is very, very simple. Save as many babies as they possibly can from the evils of abortion. Been proud to stand by them as they reach out with love and compassion to pregnant women who, in difficult times, are at the darkest and most difficult moments of their life. There are very few women, maybe 10, 20% maximum, that actually don't have a problem with the abortion, at least afterwards. Introducing an expecting mom to her unborn baby through a free ultrasound, that doubles the chances that mom will choose life. But then, moms also feel alone. There's nobody to support them. They don't have anywhere to turn. That's why preborn goes the extra step. That's why they've rescued 280,000 babies through love, compassion, free ultrasounds, and everyday kindness, decency, and support for these moms. They rescue 200 more babies every day. The left uh, fights for death. Will you fight for life? The left won't stop, so we can't either. Donate securely now. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. It's 28 bucks for an ultrasound so they can provide that mom with a free ultrasound and a picture and a heartbeat of her baby. Preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Or to donate uh, on the phone, just use keyword baby at pound 250. As always, Peter Schweitzer is uh, with us. Hello, Peter. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Glenn. How are you? Uh, very good. Very good. Hey, I just got to ask you, um, it, were you anywhere near James Biden when he threw that really expensive diamond away? <laughs> no, but I think I'm going to go look through his trash. Yeah. So that's not the sort of thing I would throw away. Yeah. it's. The, I mean, the the excuses on all fronts between Fonnie Willis and the Bidens, I, I mean— who believes this stuff at this point? Yeah, no, I, I think that's right. I mean, you've got a core of people um, who, uh, you know, so hate Trump, so hurt, uh, so hate traditional uh, conservatives uh, that they are going to suspend uh, any logic and reason uh, and just follow blindly uh, with the things that they're being told. Um, you know, we were told for a long time Joe Biden had no knowledge of any of his family's business dealings. 
Um, we now know that he does, and, and he's reverted to, well, I didn't make any money off of it, and that's not true either. And so you see this pattern continuously, but this is the onward march of the truth, Glenn. Uh, you've been on this on so many fronts. We've tried to be as well. Um, the truth is undeniable. People will kind of pretend it's not there. They'll obscure it. They'll attack the messenger. But I still believe truth wins out in the end. And you're seeing, I think, the House of Cards starting to implode. I think so, too. Before we get into the new evidence, why do you say that? What are you seeing? Uh, I th- uh, what I see is I see the the attitude and trends of the American people. I mean, they were you know they were told uh, repeatedly that Joe Biden was a centrist, that he was the adult authority, uh, and I think sort of the last vestiges of uh, the mainstream media institutions uh, were able to persuade a sizable portion of people to that fact. Um, I think a lot of people now feel betrayed. I mean, I, I have friends who were, uh, you know, Biden supporters in 2020 who said this is not the guy that we elected. Forget the cognitive stuff. Um, and, and this is the problem. I think a lot of these institutions believe that they can continue to deceive and manipulate without a cost. Well, it's costing them in, in terms of their credibility and it's severely damaged. And if you look at the polls just on the Biden corruption story, which we've been on, you know, since 2018, you've now got in the high 60 percent on all these surveys, Harvard, Harris, ABC News, et cetera, saying that the American people believing that Joe Biden uh, either committed crimes or engaged in unethical behavior to help his family's business. So Uh, that to me is, is an amazing number. They haven't, though, connected it to the policies. For instance, the balloon. The Chinese balloon, we had another one, you know, we thought, yeah. you know, this one is apparently a hobbyist. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when you see things that are happening with China, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. For instance, on the border, you have, I think, 46 questions. If you're coming into the United States illegally, you have 46 questions you have to be asked. He told the Department of Homeland Security and Border Patrol they could only ask, what was it, seven or something like that. Right. If you're from China yeah. and nobody connects that, can can you help make yeah. that connection here? Yeah. I mean, look, I think um, one of the things I talk about in the book is um, the whole issue of fentanyl. Hang on um, just a second. Hang on, at- hang on, hang on. I just want to teach you this. And I know you know this already, but stop return- referring to it as my book. It's called blood money. So every time, you know, it's like I talk about in blood money, just trying to help you sell. Go ahead. Thanks, Glenn. You're welcome. Yeah, no, it's in in blood money. Mm -hmm. um, I talk about I talk about how, you know, I got I got a lot of uh, documents uh, leaked from Homeland Security, from other government agencies. China's involvement in fentanyl is is completely at every link in the chain, not just the precursors that everybody knows about. The port that the precursors go into Mexico, that port is run by a Chinese company. The precursors are sent to a small town in northern Mexico where 2,000 Chinese nationals happen to be living, helping the drug cartels turn the fentanyl into, you know, the precursors into fentanyl. They use Chinese pill presses. Homeland Security says Chinese companies sold those pill presses to the cartels at cost. They're not even price gouging them. They're selling them at cost to create this poison, which is poisoning Americans. So, the so cartels, the Mexican uh, Peter, I've, I've said for a long time um, that this is, this is the drug war they learned this, yeah. uh, you know, in the opium wars, what 
England did to them, they're doing to us. Does that stand up? Absolutely, 100%. They they talk about that. And here's the thing. I mean, they are involved in every level from the precursors to the money laundering. The, The drug cartels used to launder their money in Latin American banks. They now launder them in Chinese state-owned banks. Uh, and they actually use uh, uh, some Chinese students that are here on education visas are the ones that are laundering the money for these cartels. So here's here's the problem, Glenn. That's what China's doing. And to those of us who have studied China, to a certain extent, that's not surprising. Here is the shocking, surprising part to me, which is our political class, many of them, will not talk about China's involvement. And the reason is they are compromised. Uh, you ask, connect the, you know, the Biden flow of money to a particular policy. I would say fentanyl. Think about this reality for a second. I talk about this in blood money. The guy that leads a Chinese criminal gang called UBG, this is the criminal gang that set up the Sinaloa cartel in the fentanyl trade and made them the kings of fentanyl. Everybody acknowledges UBG did that. The guy that heads it up is Zhang Anlo. He goes by the name White Wolf. White Wolf has a business partner who, as I document in the book, sent $5 million to the Biden family. Now, does, does Joe Biden really want to have a conversation about Chinese involvement in the fentanyl trade? No. And that's why he won't do it. That's why he won't confront them, even though it is now the leading cause of death for people under the age of 45 in the United States. It's like a jetliner getting shot down every single day, 365 days a year. That's what's happening to us. Joe Biden won't talk about it because he's compromised. And as I think I also show in the book, the same thing with Gavin Newsom, Mitch McConnell, Adam Schiff and others. They do not want to have this conversation because they have entanglements that are very, very embarrassing for them politically. Talk a little bit about this, uh, these people, Peter, because as you do in all of your books, you, you don't, this isn't a partisan attack. You go after, you know, when Mitch McConnell is guilty, you go after him when yep. Gavin Newsom's the target you go after him. So talk a little bit about some of these figures specifically, because it's hard for people to believe that with, when you're talking about the, the cost of, of life that is tied to the fentanyl yeah. uh, situation, that people would be this, you know, this absent uh, when talking about yeah. this, but it seems like they are. No, that, that's a great question. I mean, I'll give you the, the Gavin Newsom part to me was, was perhaps the most surprising um, you know, governor of California obviously recently took a trip to China uh, where he talked about how he just loves the Chinese government. He talked to them about fentanyl, but emphasized it's not about finger pointing. Uh, the one people he did point fingers at when he was in China was Republicans in the United States saying that they're too hard on on Beijing. So, you know, in California since 2016, you've had a 1200 percent increase in fentanyl deaths. Gavin Newsom does not want to talk about China's role. Why is that? Well, when you look back into his history, beginning when he was mayor in San Francisco, he has a longtime relationship collaboration with figures that we know are involved in Chinese organized crime. Uh, When he was mayor of San Francisco, he appointed a gentleman named Alan Long uh, to head up redevelopment, economic redevelopment in Chinatown, San Francisco. Turns out the guy was a dragon head in an organized crime syndicate, Chinese organized crime syndicate, that was involved in the drug trade. 
he had a, a, a gentleman um, on his transition team as mayor of San Francisco. Turns out he was also involved in the organized crime uh, efforts, uh, Chinese organized crime, and involved in the drug trade. Then when he set up as mayor of San Francisco something called China SF, this was designed to uh, get Chinese investments um, into uh, San Francisco for economic growth. He picks a guy named Vincent Lowe, a Chinese businessman, who it's already been reported has ties to Chinese organized crime. But that's the one guy that Gavin Newsom signs a memorandum of understanding to with China SF. And you have to ask yourself, why on earth is he doing that? And as I also point out in Blood Money, uh, that meant that uh, triad or Chinese organized crime businesses that are tied to them now came into the Bay Area. And they were actually brought into the Bay Area through this program Gavin Newsom set up called China SF. Now, I'm not suggesting that Gavin Newsom is involved in the drug trade, but what I am saying is uh, he made some really, really, really bad decisions. And I think he knew he made decisions that he was doing business with because he thought it was politically expedient. Um, and, and that, you know, the history goes forward from there. But my point is, Gavin Newsom does not want to talk about China's involvement, Chinese organized crime involvement in the fentanyl trade, because that's going to open up lots of questions about him and the relationships that he has. So he's making a politically expedient decision, even though Californians are dying every single day uh, from this poisoning that's being engineered by China. All right. So I want to take a quick break, Peter, and then I want to come back. I want to talk about White Wolf. um, And does the president know um, that all of this is happening and and he's playing a big role in it? Uh, How could he not? And also, I want to know about uh, Mitch McConnell as well. We'll do that in 60 seconds. Stand by. Credit card balances increased by $50 billion in the fourth quarter of last year. That's a billion. B. B. That's $50 billion in our debt. Americans are sitting on more debt than they ever have before, and it's a time bomb. Everything is more expensive right now. You end up having to use your credit card, put the essentials on. You know it's a mistake. But what are you going to do? Your choices you feel are limited. If you are a homeowner, you do have a way out of this credit card spiral right now. All it takes is a 10-minute call at 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. They never charge any upfront fees. That's one of the many reasons why they have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7-star rating on Google. Um, I've been a fan of these guys for a long time because they listen and they work for you. They have helped the average caller from our audience last year save $826 every single month. That's a $10,000 raise if you want to look at it that way. All of that high interest credit card debt is converted into, you know, a, a, a rating, a, a, an insurance. A uh, in, in, credit rating? Is that what you're looking for? Insur- no, I'm not. I mean, I don't know what I'm looking for okay. anymore, Stu. I'm. I, I can't. I don't. I can't find my way off the stage. I, <laughs> you're shuffling I around. You've got. <laughs> Ask Doctor Jill to help yeah. you. That's your all. interest rate ah. is is down to fives and the sixes instead of paying an interest rate of twenty five percent. Call American Financing at eight hundred. Must be the amoxicillin. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. It's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS one eight two three three four. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at six point two seven five percent for well qualified buyers. Call eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty for details about credit costs and terms. Ten seconds. Station ID. 
All right. So we're talking to Peter Schweitzer. He is the author of a new book called Blood Money. Uh, and it is all about the Chinese Communist Party sowing the seeds of chaos in the United States. Before we move on to other things, uh, I just want to ask you about, I mean, if I'm doing business with somebody whose nickname is White Wolf, <laughs> I, I think I back away from that deal automatically, but maybe that's just me. Um, how much do you think the president knows about his dealings and his connections uh, to what's happening on the border? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, I, it's very clear, uh, I think, and I think even the Biden team would admit this, um, that uh, that he's aware that his family has received large sums of money from China, uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars uh, based on the private equity deal, based on the money from CEFC, based on the money from uh, Henry Zhao and others. So I think he's aware of that. I think he's also aware of the leverage opportunity that it presents. Uh, by the way, Glenn, I should add, um, it's not just the president's, um, it's the president's family lawyer, Abby Lowell, uh, that has some of these issues as well. Um, he has represented uh, a, a Chinese businessman named Heng Lap Seng, um, who turns out also uh, is widely reported to have been linked to Chinese organized crime, including a syndicate involved in the international drug trade. Um, and the work he was doing was not courtroom work for this guy as a lawyer. Um, he was actually doing legal representation work. So these entanglements are a real problem. Um, I think the president's aware of it. Um, I think it's the reason we have this soft posture you know, they, they present, Mitch McConnell does the same thing, that, oh, we're being tough on China. We have these sanctions. If, if somebody is uh, recognized as being involved in the fentanyl trade, we're going to sanction them. Uh, the Chinese are laughing at this. Um, there, there's a, a, a Chinese businessman named Wan who was um, sanctioned by the U.S. government in 2021. Um, he gave a speech after he was sanctioned where he talked about how proud he was that the activities he were doing were helping China in their competition with the United States. And in March of 2021, the Chinese government actually gave him an award after he was sanctioned for being involved in the fentanyl trade. So, you know, their quote unquote hard position on China on fentanyl is an absolute joke. Um, and that goes for the Biden administration. That goes for Mitch McConnell. Uh, we've talked before extensively about the McConnell family's deep ties uh, in China they're in the shipping business. A big part of the fentanyl problem, I would argue, uh, involves a Chinese company called Hutchison that owns these ports, including the port in Manzanillo, where more than 90 percent of the fentanyl precursors arrive. Um, so Mitch McConnell does not want to talk about this either. That is that's just remarkable. By the way, he's in the shipping business. I think that used to be called the import export uh industry <laughs> which we all know was uh, just rife with crime anything to peter I, I i didn't follow this story at all but uh i guess was it his sister-in-law or somebody was killed recently mitch mcconnell's and they and the speculation was that's because he's involved with the chinese drugs and it was there anything to that at all uh, not that I know of. Uh, to Angela Chow, that is um, Mitch McConnell's wife's sister. Um, uh, Angela Ch uh, Chow was uh, for a while on the board of the Bank of China, which is the Chinese-run uh, bank, which is highly unusual for an American to be so. I know that um, uh, she died, and they're looking at it right now. Apparently, she was in a car that uh, ended up in a pond or in a lake in Texas. 
but again, I'm surprised there's not more news attention being focused on that. And um, uh, I think it needs to be investigated because they're, you know, these are these are highly sensitive issues that deserve investigation. So China knows what they're doing, and this is only one of their uh, lines of attack. Yeah. And their goal yeah, is it, to collapse us? Yeah, I mean, they have a, they have a strategy called Disintegration Warfare uh, that was actually a book published in 2010 uh, by uh, Chinese officials. They, they've also published a previous book called Unrestricted Warfare that just basically mm-hmm. said, look, the way you win wars is not by actually fighting wars. You defeat people in peacetime. Uh, and, and the way we have to think about it is America is on fire. China's holding this empty can of gasoline, and our leaders are doing nothing about it. All right. And it includes violence in the streets, all kinds of things. The name of the book is Blood Money by Peter Schweitzer. More in just a minute. Glenn Beck. Donna wrote in about her uh, dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, my wiener dog, Odie, is 15, and until recently, he just wouldn't eat any food at all, only human food. Since I got the rough greens, he's done exactly what you say in all of your advertisement. He licks the bowl clean every time. I saw Uno this weekend. He pushed that bowl all the way. We feed him in the laundry room, all the way over to the pile of laundry, which is on the other side of the laundry room, into the laundry. His his face was like buried in the laundry. And I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? And I realized as I pull him away, he's got the bowl tucked in there. He's just licking it so hard. He loves it, and apparently so does Odie. If uh, you would like to try this for your dog, it's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog's food. The dogs love it, and it's really good for them. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. You can, you can call them now at 833-GLEN33 or go online. You'll get your first trial bag for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Call 833-GLEN33. That's 833-GLEN33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll get 20 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're with Peter Schweitzer. He is the uh, president of the Government Accountability Institute. He is also a guy who has written several books, uh, exposés on both the right and the left. The left now forgets that he does that, and they just call him a tool of the the right. Um, But he lets the chips fall where they may. Thus, uh, why he's also talking about people uh, in several books, like Mitch McConnell. Um, so, Peter, we're talking about in your book, Blood Money, uh, how the Chinese Communist Party is sowing chaos in the United States. Is there is there I mean, not, not that there needs to be, but do you have evidence of more things other than just the fentanyl? Oh, absolutely. Um, take the issue uh, of the trans movement in the United States. I mean, this just erupted in the last five years. Well, as I point out in the book. Uh, Two of the biggest funders of the trans movement in America are China-based billionaires. Uh, One is an American uh, Marxist named Roy Singham. Uh, He worked, uh, he built a company called ThoughtWorks. He was a consultant advisor to Huawei, a Chinese military-linked company. 
He sold his business, made him a billionaire to a private equity company partly owned by the Chinese government. He moved to Beijing. He's very close friends with people in the CCP. He gets invited to their events. He's put more than $160 million into radical causes in the United States, including the trans rights movement. The other Chinese billionaire doing that is a guy named Joe Tsai, who is the co-founder of Alibaba. Um, he has poured tens of millions of dollars into the trans rights movement. Um, and he, in addition, he owns the um, WNBA team in New York, the New York Liberty, uh, which was the first professional sports team to have a trans athlete play. Now, here's the, 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 the very troubling part for me, Glenn, about this is these guys do not push for these rights in China. They only push for these rights in the United States. Uh, there's no, you know, they're not trans. They don't have family members that are trans. Um, this is clearly an effort to, you know, destabilize the United States. If you look at a lot of the violent actions in the streets in 2020 with BLM or the violent actions in the streets now involving pro-Hamas demonstrators, there are a couple of groups, FRSO, PSL, that spearhead these really radical, violent protests. And as I lay out in the book, these are organizations that take their marching orders from China. In some cases, there are financial ties. They consult with Chinese officials. And I quote from Chinese government reports where they actually monitor and track the behavior of these organizations. Uh, and then the other part I would add is online. There's so much craziness online. The Chinese military, the PLA, uh, has thousands of uh, experts that run individually thousands of social media accounts where they pose as Americans in the United States. Basically half the accounts, Glenn, say America's a hopelessly racist, bigoted society. And the other half of the accounts say, I only like white people. And they're posing as Americans. I think we are actually less divided uh, than we believe we are. And China is trying to create fissures uh, between us. And they're very explicit that this is part of the disintegration warfare strategy that they've embraced. Where would you put this on the scale of PSYOP operations of the past from Soviet Union and everything else? How big is this? Oh, no, no comparison. I mean, look, the, the, the Russians lacked uh, sophistication when it came to this stuff. They lacked capacity. Uh, China uh, is very, very aggressive um, in their approach here. Um, and if you think about it, it's brilliant. It's basically saying we're going to beat the United States without actually fighting a war. And as we focus exclusively on, you know, how many battleships do we have or how many aircraft carriers do we have? What is the situation in Taiwan? Those are important issues. I'm not saying they aren't, but that is the exclusive focus in Washington. Nobody wants to focus on China's meddling uh, in the United States. I will tell you, I, I somewhat disagree uh, with you. We, that's, why our, that's why we're doing a Keller Revolution op, really, I think, on ourselves and all over the, uh, the world. We are doing that, but we are not doing it with China. We'll do it in Ukraine and everything else where we'll have these color revolutions and and use many of these tactics on our own people. Now, it has been shown. Yeah. But yeah. But China is approached as a friend in many ways. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with you. Yes, there's no question the color revolutions that, you know, started in, in, in the Obama administration. Uh, the Chinese actually cite those uh, as examples Jeez. of what to use. But, yeah, I mean, the problem is we don't have an awareness of this. And there are people on the political left that, that have some 
uh, affinity for Beijing that don't want to have this conversation. I have in the book, uh, for example, um, quotes from uh, there's a Chinese organization called the Center for the Study of Foreign Marxist uh, Parties, political parties. It reports directly to the Central Committee, the CCP. We got access to their analysis in the United States. Uh, and one of the points of analysis is that, yes, the Communist Party USA is, is disorganized, it's small and it's irrelevant. Uh, but they, they talk favorably about the role of people like AOC and Bernie Sanders. And they say, while these are not perfect vehicles, they are still very helpful vehicles in advancing the agenda that they have in the United States. So, you know, the political left doesn't want to talk about it because these are their champions. Uh, and yet there it is in black and white, uh, uh, according to the Chinese point of view. Talking to Peter Schweizer, the book is Blood Money and it's out tomorrow. You need to get a copy of it. Uh, Peter, can you talk about the how much of this stuff that China's trying to do would be ineffective if we had a secure border? And is this one of the reasons why we continually treat the border with such little significance in the federal government? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, there's obviously the, the, the issue of uh, illegal immigrants coming, uh, uh, particularly from China. Uh, it also involves certainly with fentanyl. But there's another problem uh, it, it's, I talk about in the book. Part of the Chinese strategy is to sow violence in American streets. China has a history of selling machine guns to radical groups and um, criminal organizations in the United States going back to the 1990s. They do it today in a very clever way with a small device called a Glock switch. It's a small switch that you put on a Glock handgun. It converts a Glock handgun to a fully automatic machine gun. Uh, it's obviously highly illegal in the United States, highly uh, illegal in China. In China, you can't even own a firearm. And yet the Chinese are openly marketing them and smuggling them into the United States uh, and selling them to criminal gangs in this country. Uh, it's a massive widespread problem. The rate of machine gun fire on American streets has escalated. And Customs and Border Protection first identified this in 2018. They finally have started to detect these things as they arrive in the mail. So what are the Chinese now doing? They're now going south of the border. They're setting up machine tool operations with the cartels, and they're starting to smuggle these devices across the open border. So it's illegal immigrants. It's fentanyl. It's now these devices. They're going to sow chaos in American streets because these devices are being targeted specifically at drug organizations and violent criminal organizations in the United States. So, Peter, you at some point in the book, Blood Money, you say um, the CCP tricked the Trump administration into COVID lockdowns. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What evidence do you have of that? Well, uh, a couple of things. Um, one, if you remember back in March of 2020, uh, there was a report issued by Imperial College of London uh, by a Professor Ferguson, and it presented this apocalyptic view that if we did not imitate the Chinese and have lockdowns, there were going to be 2 million American dead within the next six months, and there are going to be 500,000 dead in the UK. And if you look at the accounts, um, uh, the memoirs that have come out, this had a very profound effect on Donald Trump um, and the administration. And this moved us to the point of saying, maybe we need to start looking at some of these things. And in fact, we did. 
Here's the problem. That Imperial College of London study was done uh, under Chinese influence. Uh, Imperial College of London is a leading academic partner uh, of the CCP uh, government in China. Um, They have a long cooperation there. That particular study uh, included Chinese data. It included Chinese scholars. Uh, And then the Chinese, and, and again, I quote extensively from them, had a strategy to impose the authoritarian model for responding to disease on us. Because, and you've talked about this, Glenn, before this point, the response was always people that are sick should stay home. Everybody else should go about their lives ordinarily. That's not the Chinese model. The Chinese actively push that in the United States. So one of the things they do, as I report in Blood Money, is they donated, I'll put that in quotation marks, drones to American cities, uh, particularly in California and New Jersey, hundreds of drones that local governments, our own governments, started using to monitor their own people to make sure they were adhering to lockdowns. And this was part of a Chinese strategy to get us to embrace some of these authoritarian uh, uh, approaches. Um, and it's really quite extraordinary. And, and you know, one of the reasons um, uh, that we have a certain um, <laughs> uh, individual on the front cover of the book uh, Tony Fauci uh, is because we reveal in emails that we obtained, et cetera, that he covered for the Chinese in this regard, um, that uh, he would not criticize the Chinese. It's not just about the lab leak. He would not criticize the Chinese. He embraced their uh, lockdown approaches and he kind of poo pooed and criticized uh, uh, Americans. There's a famous exchange where a New York Times reporter is emailing with Tony Fauci and says China has been heroic in their response to um, this crisis with COVID, unlike, you know, Americans who are basically being fat, selfish slobs. And Tony Fauci's wow. response was, yeah, you make, you make a really, really great point here. I mean, in other words, he agreed with him. Um, so that's the disdain that a lot of these leaders had um, for their own countrymen and the embrace that they had for this authoritarian model uh, that the CCP imposed. So I'm out of time. Peter, will you come back in a couple of days when you when you can come up for a breath of air and tell us where we need to start to dismantle? I mean, I, again, I thank you for exposing all of this. You're usually so far ahead of the curve, but I think America senses now something is really wrong, um, especially with our relationship with China and the border and fentanyl. So you're right on the money here. Um I'd love to have you back to talk a little bit more about where we should begin to dismantle and how that can be done. Yep. We'd love to do it as always, Glenn. Appreciate uh, your, your encouragement and support as always. And I'm glad to come back. Got it. Thank you so much, Peter. Peter Swiser. He is uh, an unbelievable, an unbelievable author, good friend of the program, known him for years. He never, never holds back any punches from either side he is as fair as they come and extraordinarily uh well buttoned up his book the latest you should get it comes out tomorrow is blood money blood money by peter swiser well i like my steak well i mean and everything else i want to buy made in america made in america while a lot of the meat of the grocery store has a little flag on it, it says product of the usa that could mean that they just put it in the styrofoam tray. I'm not, I'm not making that up. It means they may have trimmed some of the fat here in America. Uh, 
right now, an overwhelming number of the meat in our stores is from overseas. We've got to stop this. Why would we be importing beef from China, from Brazil? Why would we be doing that at the same time putting our ranchers out of business? This is where Good Ranchers comes in. Pick up your box and use the promo code BECK. Enjoy $240 worth of free bacon. Now, you can stock your fridge with easy-to-prepare, delicious American meat all year long. This is coming from the rancher in your area, unless you live in New York. It's coming from the ranches and the farmers all around. You get beef, pork, chicken, bacon. uh, You get fish. Whatever you're looking for. The weekly essentials box is full of pre-trimmed beef and chicken. It'll help you prepare a meal and save you time without sacrificing the flavor or the quality. So whatever you're looking for, goodranchers.com. Make sure to subscribe today. Use the promo code BECK and claim $240 in free bacon right now. Goodranchers.com. American meat delivered. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. I hope Peter is right about what he said at the beginning of the hour that, you know, the house of cards is coming down. But I mean, I, I don't know how you put this genie back in the bottle. And isn't it interesting how everyone talks about disinformation from Russia and no one talks about disinformation from China with what he said, by the way, his book has over a thousand uh, footnotes at the end over a thousand He's very well researched. If yeah. You know anything about Peter? Yeah, uh, it's interesting. The two things, if you think about just the fact that we don't really talk about the Chinese part of this, as opposed to the, let's say the Russian part of the, what they do, and Russia tries all sorts of shady stuff too. Yeah, but China never gets talked about. That's one. And then two, the fact that China does all these things in our country and not in theirs is really powerful to see what their motivations oh, are. Oh yeah, like they, why? They no, they're rotting us from the inside. Yeah, intentionally, and they, you know, the, the idea that. The nation of China is playing a long game. It's not a new one. It's, yeah. it's well known for, and it has been for a long time. But the fact that they're doing it so overtly, I mean, it doesn't seem like they care about any consequences here, Glenn. Like, it doesn't. No. And it explains why thousands of Chinese military age men are here. Mm. You know, it, it look, you look at, where was that? Was that Maine or Vermont? It was Maine, wasn't it? The guy who called in. And said all these Chinese uh, operations are happening, you know, uh, here in the state. They're all coming across the border and they're selling drugs and all the money's going back to China mm. and nobody's doing anything. It makes uh, it makes this make a little more sense. What's the reason for, because uh, you mentioned something off the air briefly as we were coming back from commercial about how this ties into the Fannie Willis situation. I think this ties into the Fannie Willis thing on... Uh, nothing matters. Lack of consequences. Yeah, there's so many people involved in this that, you know, nobody's being prosecuted. 
No one ever pays a price. Nobody pays a price for anything. I mean, they released a virus that killed millions of people. They didn't pay a price for that. And so it's like, it's like, why, you know, if you're just out for yourself, I'm going to get mine. Why not? Why not do that? Because nobody ever gets caught doing anything and pays a price for it. The Glenn Beck Program.